Today's reading is from Luke chapter 19, verses 28 through 44. After he had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. When he'd come near to Bethphage and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Just say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying this colt? They said, the Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they sat Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all of the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones themselves would shout out. And as he came near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, If you, even you, had only recognized on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Indeed, the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up ramparts around you and surround you and hem you in on every side. They will crush you to the ground, you and your children within you, and they will not leave within you one stone upon another, because you did not recognize the time of your visitation from God. So Jesus and his disciples after that very challenging, difficult parable, now they continue um, on their journey to Jerusalem. They, they go up to Jerusalem from Jericho. Jerusalem is only 16 miles away from Jericho, but Jerusalem uh, is much higher. Jericho sits at 864 feet below sea level, and Jerusalem rises to 2474, 2474 feet above sea level, a difference of over 3,300 feet in that 16 miles. So he comes to the Mount of Olives, a place that the prophet Zechariah says is the place where the Lord will place his feet when he comes back to rule the earth. And Zechariah 14, verse 4, uh, it says, On that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives east of Jerusalem, and the Mount of Olives will split apart, making a wide valley running from the east to the west. And so the prophecy from Zechariah tells us that Jesus will begin in the Mount of Olives outside of Jerusalem to the east. And we also learn from Zechariah's prophecies that Jesus enters the city riding on a colt, a young donkey, which he spoke of in his pronouncement of Zion's, Jerusalem's coming king. That is in Zechariah 9, chapter 9, verse 9. 
It says, Rejoice, O people of Zion. Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, yet he is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. This is supposed to lead into an era of peace when the king enters in, the Messiah enters in on this symbol of peace, this donkey, into the city of peace, Jerusalem, by the Prince of Peace, who is Jesus. As Jesus rides along, more people keep spreading their cloaks on the road. The praise, which began with a multitude of his disciples, now also includes many people. The crowds and the disciples shout out this word of praise. They shout, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Which is taken from Psalm 118. Um, Looking here at verses 26 and 27. The psalm reads, Bless the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, shining upon us. Take the sacrifice and bind it with the cords, uh, with, with cords on the altar. This is now the first time in Luke that Jesus has been called a king. In that beginning of that uh, pronouncement from the disciples and the crowds, blessed is the king. Not just anybody, but blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. He is here in the name of God. And peace is his mission. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. This is now the first time again um, that in Luke, Jesus has been called a king. So there's been no reference to him being a king until this point. The next time in Luke that we hear Jesus referred to being a king is when the Sanhedrin, the council, delivers Jesus to Pilate, telling him, telling Pilate, while he claims to be the king of Israel. So in their indictment, they actually pronounce or proclaim Jesus as the king, which Jesus refers to when he is questioned by Pilate. So some Pharisees, meanwhile, are telling Jesus now as they're making this grand entrance into Jerusalem, they tell him to order his disciples to stop shouting this. And we don't know for sure why. Uh, Perhaps they were reacting against Jesus professing or proclaiming um, his Messiahship. Uh, More likely, they're probably trying to quiet down the celebration so that they don't provoke a violent reaction from the Romans. They're probably counseling him to avoid any appearance of political showdowns, any appearance of political identity here. They don't want to get in trouble with Rome. Jesus' response to them is that if these crowds and if these disciples were silent, the very stones themselves, and there are a lot of stones in and around Jerusalem, these very stones would shout out. Jesus is clear about his mission. He is the king. He is the Messiah. And there will be conflict ahead. As a matter of fact, he has repeatedly told his disciples about what would happen once they arrived in Jerusalem. He will be um, he will be turned over. He will be uh, beaten. He will be crucified. 
and on the third day he will rise. That is the reminder that Jesus keeps telling his disciples about his mission, which will be accomplished in Jerusalem. This comment about living stones is interesting to me because Peter ends up picking up on this theme, uh, the living stones shouting out about the Messiah, proclaiming that Jesus is the Messiah. Peter picks up on this theme in his first letter, 1 Peter, as many early Christians in Asia Minor, which is today Turkey, as many Christians there experience suffering for their faith. He tells them as they continue to confess Jesus as Lord, that that is how Christ will build his temple, with Christ as the cornerstone. And believers who are suffering because of their faith as living stones. And this construction will be his spiritual temple. These words of caution from the Pharisees provoke within Jesus a continued pronouncement over Jerusalem. As he looks over the city of Jerusalem, a city of peace, literally, that's what Jerusalem means. He proclaims how their identity as a city of peace is hidden from their very eyes. Instead of peace, he says, you will see wars and battles and destruction and death. Not one stone will be left upon another, for these are not living stones. Because they did not recognize the visitation from the Lord God, they will weep as Jesus weeps for the city of peace. Jesus, I believe, calls us to assess our accountability in relationship to who he is as the Messiah. So the question to reflect on today is, who is the Messiah for you? What does Jesus and his mission mean for you? And what do you want to do about it? I pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion and that God will bless your day.